I've been doing a lot lately. A lot. I've written about 70,000 words for this month, which is ridiculous. I, I don't even know how that happened. I've been live streaming all the time over on the YouTube channel and on other people's YouTube channels. And Thursday, I was, let's see, we did what, a th four and a half hour live stream on Abigail's channel. And then another, I think, three and a half hour one on mine. I, I've been everywhere. But this is my heart. This is my soul. I love podcasting more than anything. And because one of you lovely people asked a question, I'm going to talk about it today on this episode of Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name is Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, or from my YouTube channel, Charlie Dorset, which is all linked down in the description below. Hi, I've been busy. Did not expect to be doing all the stuff that I'm doing on YouTube, and I'm doing a lot and really enjoying it. And on that note, I have some announcements that will be coming out later, so keep an ear out on this podcast because I am going to be a part of quite a few things next month but I can't talk about them just yet. I just wanted to tease and give you a little foreshadowing, letting you know there are things on the horizon. All right, so today we have a question from my newest patron. Thank you so much, so much, Lauren. It means the world to me when people give to the cause because I really do think that we're building something amazing together. So, Lauren... What's your question? Hey, this is Lauren. I was just curious about your setup and your process. And when you guys do a podcast, I want to get into doing my own podcast, but I don't really know a whole lot about it. Thank you. Have a great day. I will. You too. And thank you so, so much for your question. All right. So podcasting. Podcasting has a lot of different moving angles and a lot of things to think about. First of all, your microphone. Microphones are super important. I, I learned that really early in my thing. But don't worry for anybody who's listening to this. It's not I'm not just going to be talking about like tech and stuff today. I've got, I've got other things I'm going to talk about too. Microphones are your most important thing, making sure that you have good, clean audio that you're recording because you're going to have to clean it up later. So I would say get the best microphone that you can afford. Prior to the Blue Yeti that I am currently using, I was using a, um, I think it was a CMS mic. I think that was what it was actually called. Um, and it was like a $500 microphone back when I got it. And it was great. It did wonderful things until it just fizzed out and died on me. And I had to get a new microphone. Get the microphone that you can afford. A lot of, a lot of things can be fixed in post, but you need clean audio going in. So that's number one. Number two, software. 
Software is for me the hardest part of doing your podcast. Number one, use again what you can afford. I did this podcast for years using Audacity. And when Audacity got a little weird for me, I switched over and used GarageBand for a while. And when I really wanted to step my game up, I started using Hindenburg. Well, technically I use Hindenburg Pro. There are different levels of Hindenburg depending on what features you want available. I am planning on doing a whole thing about Hindenburg at some point on the YouTube channel because I do want to do a series on podcasting for writers. I like Hindenburg. I think it has the best noise canceller in the world, at least of the ones that I've used. And it's really simple, straightforward, and easy to manage. So software and equipment are your first two things, but Audacity works just fine. Once you have your audio recorded, you're going to want to do a couple different things. Now, depending on what software you're in, how easy this is going to be, and I'm not going to be able to give you specifics because I don't know what software you all are going to be using. But number one, compress your audio. Audio compression means when you set the volume level, how quickly does it bring down the audio so that you don't get peaks, pops, all those annoying sounds that make you throw your earbuds out or pull your headphones off or just go, uh, make you cringe. You want to set a minimum of a four to one ratio to get your audio to sound its best. And again, like I said, that depends on the software where they're going to put their compressor, but there will be one. Play around with it until it sounds good for you. You may find that you need to go up to a maybe five or six to one. Basically what that number means is how quickly it grabs that loudness and pulls it down. So I generally use a four to one ratio on my podcast that should work for most audio. You will also want to use some kind of noise reduction software. In that case, for if you're using Audacity, you want to record a bit of extra audio at the beginning of your recording to catch room noise. The noise canceller in Audacity will sample that and use it to remove similar sound in the rest of the track. Other software does not require you to have a sample track re- recorded and will just reduce it for you. Be very careful though. The higher you turn up your noise canceling, the more it'll sound like you're talking through a tin can. So if you've ever noticed that a podcast sounds very tinny or a YouTube video, that's because the noise canceling got turned way up to rid (laughs) rid the audio of background noises, and that starts attacking the actual voice. I personally love the noise canceler in Hindenburg Pro, which is what I'm currently talking to you with. Lastly, if you have a voice profiler, this is something that will help you do your EQ and equalize your voice so that you bring everything into proper balance so that it sounds really good. This is a lot of deep audio engineering that I'm not going to go into on this podcast, but there are some good resources out there. Hindenburg Pro actually has a built-in 
profiler that will listen to your voice and do the corrections for you. You do want a separate channel for each speaker so it can profile each individual voice and make it work that way. Hopefully that's helpful. As far as the interviews, I record my interviews using StreamYard. And I do it as an unlisted video on my um, YouTube channel. And then I take the audio from that, which in a lot of software, you can just drag the video in and it will extract the audio instantly. If not, you'll have to load it and export just the audio to get just the audio. And then go through the same process that I discussed before. Editing the audio is tricky It a lot of, it is, it is something that I don't like doing, but I do. I leave a lot of my own mistakes in though, because I think that they, they make me laugh when I hear them and I hope that they make other people laugh too. But there are quite a few mistakes that I do cut out. And when I have a really long pause, I try to cut those out too. So that's about your personality and exactly how you want to come off on the mic. Because that's something you really need to think about if you're going to be doing a podcast. And as somebody who's been doing this for something like 10 years, your personality and the character that you play on the show are vitally important. Don't think that I'm saying that you can't be yourself when I say character, but you will need to define who you are for your audience so that they know who you are going to be every week. When I say that you need to define your character for the show, who you are going to be playing on the show, I don't mean that you have to be somebody else. You can be, and that's a lot of fun sometimes. It can also be extremely draining, depending on how much like you that character is. But don't be fooled. Every personality, whether they're doing YouTube or a podcast or television or radio, they have a character they play. In my case, I've learned over the years to basically pick and choose what parts of myself I'm okay with other people knowing, what parts of myself I'm okay with just putting out into the world. And those are the parts that I share. It's not all of me. It's not even probably the best of me because there are some of my warts that I don't mind people seeing. It would probably be a lot more professional of me not to discuss my mental health and depression and anxiety issues. But I feel that it's very important for me to do that. So I'm comfortable with sharing those. And so I do. I talk about my dysphoria and my issues with gender that I've had over the years. I talk about my sexuality, but I don't talk about my sex life. There are limits to what I'm willing to talk about and what I'm willing to put of myself in the public. I do mention my family from time to time, rarely with names, and most of the people that I do name are dead, so it <laughs> I don't have to worry about something that I said coming back to haunt them. I often refer to my sister. I have two sisters, and I generally do not differentiate between them on the podcast. That be- being, the reason for that being that I don't want stuff to blow back on her and her family for anything that I say on this show. Either of them. And so I leave it vague. Most people don't know which sister I'm talking about when. And that's fine. 
that's perfectly all right with me. People who know me well probably can discern from the context which sister is which because they've actually heard the story with the that person's name in there. I also, also often tell stories about my friend. I have more than one. But unless they have given me express permission to talk about them on the show or they have a public persona that I am referring to, I don't name them as well. So that's what I mean when I say constructing a character. You need to really think about what is it that you're willing to share? What are you willing to put out there? What What is too vulnerable for you to say? What is too far? What are your limits? You know, in my personal life, I don't have a problem with blue language, for example. I, I, I am known to uh, spout the occasional cuss word. Like, yeah, I, I just, it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing I do. But in most of my public appearances, except for at conventions, because I tend to be a bit more myself at a convention appearance, I try to keep my language clean. So when I'm doing a panel at a convention, I use as proper and clean language as I can. Same with my podcasts and my YouTube videos and channels. That's a choice. Some people don't do that. I've debated whether or not I would allow myself the occasional swear word. And it's not because I have any problem with them, because I really don't. The reason we have swear words is a form of racism. It was the many of the words that were originally put on the list was a method for telling apart white British people from Irish people, Scottish people, and Welsh people, or the Normans from the actual Anglo-Saxons that they conquered. So there was some racism in the creation of curse words and defining curse words. And I don't really care to perpetuate that, even though people don't even know that anymore, that that's where they came from. At least most of the ones in English, other languages, your mileage may vary. But in, in English, a lot of what we consider cursing came from the pale acts, which defined the difference between palace speech and language that was beyond the pale or outside the palace wall. Those are choices that you're going to have to make. And that's how you define your character. Who are you? Who do you want to put out to the world? How honest are you going to be about various aspects of your life? And what do you really not want to talk about? I talk about my fan fiction. I talk about my regular fiction. I talk about my art. I talk about my knitting, even though I'm not the best knitter. I talk about my gender. I talk about a lot of things. I often don't talk about politics, not because I don't want to, but because if I allowed myself to, that's all I would talk about. And that is very boring for me. (laughs) I've been down that road. So define yourself. Who do you want to be? Figuring out what you want to talk about on a podcast is one of the most difficult things that there is. If you want to grow an audience, (laughs) if like me, you just have fun and are wanting to just hold conversations with people, it's not as hard. So first you want to start by defining exactly what it is that you want your podcast to be about. 
I'm very clear. This is my podcast. Hi, my name's Charlie. I'm a writer. I'm a fan of a lot of different things from books to music to television to movies. And any of those topics are fair game for this show. Which is one of the reasons why I'm doing an episode on podcasting. Because I absolutely love podcasting. And I think everybody should try it. So start figuring out who it is you want, what it is you want your show to be about. Is it going to be a general topic where whatever you feel like talking about, you want to talk about? That's perfectly all right. Are you going to be interviewing people? And it's going to be an interview show. If so, what kinds of people are you going to be interviewing? Because honestly, if you want to grow quickest, it's best to uh, narrow your topic. I, I don't, because like I said, this isn't for me about having a huge audience. It's about having an honest relationship with the audience that I do have. And I'm not saying you can't be honest if you had a narrow topic. It's just, I've been down the road where I had about seven podcasts going on concurrently. And that was too much. <laughs> that was just way too much. And I, I'm not going back down that road. So this is my, for the most part, one size fits all podcast. I am doing some offshoot, offshoot seasonal podcasts, but they're not going to be anything like what I used to do. So figure out your focus, figure out your goals, figure out what it is that you're wanting the show to be about. Then what fits into that story? Because remember, all communication is storytelling. Everything that we do is storytelling. Whether it's books we write, stories we write, poems, songs, YouTube videos, or here in a podcast, we're telling a story. And that's where I'm trying to take you along on the story with me. Thinking about that is very important. How are you going to frame the story? Always ask yourself, why should I care about this? And hopefully I do my, hopefully I do a good job. I do my best to always answer that question about why you should care. Why should somebody care about how to start a podcast? Because I think everybody should have a podcast. I really do. Now, I don't think everybody's podcast should be, have a giant audience. I don't even know that mine should have a giant audience, but I think all of us have something to say. And it's so vitally important for us to find other people that share similar opinions and life experiences to ourselves people that we can commiserate with and talk with. And that's a powerful, powerful thing. People we can learn from and be entertained by. And all of those elements, I hope I bring to this podcast and to everything else that I do. So once you start focusing in on what it is you want your show to be about and, how, and you're figuring out how you want to tell your stories that are going to be on that show, then it's all about just trying to keep yourself focused Try to keep your segments to two to five minutes. It really does help people keep interested and pay attention to what you're doing. It's not necessary. You can just talk. I've done many an episode that I just talked on and it got decent listening. Listenership. Listenership, listening, listening. I want to go with listenership. That doesn't mean that it was the best idea to just ramble about a topic, but it's what I chose to do for those episodes. Sometimes you want to break it up into smaller topics. Also, try to keep your episodes within a consistent amount of time. There's no right or magic number for how long that should be. 
there are podcasts that I listen to that are five minutes long. There are podcasts that I listen to that are three hours long. And podcasts everywhere in between. So that's really the question now, isn't it? How do you want your podcasts to be? How do you want your stories to be? How do you want your world to be? Once you have that figured out, do it and do it with gusto. Every time I talk about people podcasting and say that everyone should have a podcast, I'm almost always greeted with the question, why? Why should everybody have a podcast? Surely everybody doesn't have something to say. And that's where I think we we sell ourselves short. I think everybody has something to say. And there's something special about doing it over audio. You're less pretentious. I didn't really realize this until I started doing YouTube more regularly this month. I think a lot about my hair. Should I put makeup on? What clothes am I wearing? What's around me while I'm doing it? I think way too much about me when I'm doing video. I still love doing video and I'm going to continue doing video. I'm going to be doing a lot of streams, but yeah, it's a lot and it's very me focused just because I do have to be concerned about, you know, how do I look? Do I have everything set up? It's a lot. When I podcast, it's just my voice. It's just me and you, and we can talk and we can have a conversation. I'm not worried about how I look when I say something or how it's going to come across with my body language. Are people not going to take me seriously because of how I look? I don't care about any of that. And I probably shouldn't care about any of that when I'm doing video, but I do. And I think a lot of us do. There's an intimacy that comes with hearing somebody's voice. It's so precious. It's so close. And especially with a podcast, we're right there in each other's ears. Just talking like we would if we were in the room. At least in the best podcasts. And hopefully I'm able to pull that off on this one. There's a conversation that can be had. Whether it's a conversation like I'm having with you right now, Lauren. Because you sent in that wonderful question. Or just in general with the various people that I know that are listening to this podcast right now. I think about you when I'm talking. I think about you when I'm doing this, and it really feels like I'm having a conversation. I try to think about what you might ask me, what you might not understand or find confusing about some of the weird ways I see the world or the things that I'm talking about. It makes me get out of myself in a similar way that my writing does, in that this could just be about my thoughts. But I want those thoughts to be understandable to other people. So I try really hard to say everything I say as clearly and concisely as I possibly can. Because I want to help people. I want people to 
learn from my experiences or learn whatever it is that I'm learning because Lord knows I am not an expert on anything. <laughs> I, 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 I dabble in a lot and I do have, I guess you would say levels of expertise in things. I've been doing audio engineering for an obscenely long time going back to like 2000. So that's 20 years I've been doing audio engineering. I've been writing almost my entire life in one form or another. I've been drawing for about that same period of time. And over that, I've learned various things. But I don't consider myself a master of any of them. And I don't mind being honest about that. I don't want to come off as an authority. I don't want to come off as somebody who has all of the answers or has it all figured out because I don't. And most of the people who pretend that they do just are wrong. Because things change all the time. That's why people should have podcasts. So we can share our experiences. So we can talk about our lives and the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful things that we learn and find out and discover. All of that makes the world a better place. And if you know anything about me, it's that my sole goal in life is to try to do whatever I can to leave this world a little bit better than it was when I got here. Every podcast is an adventure. Every single one of them. Every episode is an adventure. And this is from somebody who's done a lot of podcasts over the years. This is episode 1051 of this show. Just of this show. And that's not counting the episodes I did for The Confessed, or Playing in the Dollhouse, or Gods and Kings, or any of the others that I've done over the years, because I've been in quite a few. And that doesn't count any of the ones that I have recorded for shows that will come out in future. But every podcast is different. Every podcast has its own rules. Every podcast takes you on its own adventure. Every podcast is a journey. And that might sound like I'm being cliche or that I'm really making something big out of it that it isn't. But this is my own lived experience from doing this for so long. The Confessed was the biggest podcast I've ever done to date. We had tens of thousands of listeners to that show on a regular basis, or at least so my dashboards told me when I looked in to look. And we had a huge audience. We had people in forums talking about us and discussing what we were talking about and contributing back other ideas for more content. And we had an amazingly active community there. Playing in the Dollhouse did not have as large an audience, but it was a much more introspective and interested community. We were so interested in solving the riddles of the show that we were talking about at the time. And that's what we focused all of our energy and effort on. This podcast has been a huge journey for me because in a lot of ways, it's chronicled my growth, my development. It, it is the story of my life and all of the things that I've loved over the years, because having done this for since August 7th, 2007, here I am today looking back at all of these episodes, 
where I've talked about things that I've loved, things that I hated, things that made me angry, things that made me want to change, things that made me want to be better, things that made me laugh, things that made me cry. There are guests on these shows that I've lost touch with over the years, friends that I don't see much anymore. There are so many memories locked away in just this podcast. And that's the magic of doing it. You never know exactly what you're going to learn when you decide to talk about whatever it is that you're talking about. When I started talking about fandom on this podcast, I never realized exactly how many people would be in to all of the things that I am, from the filk to the fan vids to cosplay. Because 13 years ago, when I started talking about this, there weren't a lot of places to discuss those things. And now... They're everywhere. There are so many different Instagram accounts and just name your social media of choice where you can find all the content that you could ever want or imagine. It's been a journey and it's going to continue to be a journey and you should not have any expectations going into it. You can set goals, you can make plans, but your audience and your, the community that grows around you will steer you in ways that you could never have imagined. I can't wait to hear your podcast. I'm really excited. I think this is the one you're planning on doing with your sister. I think I heard something about that in the grapevine. So let us know. I'll gladly promote it on this show and everywhere else. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Even if you're not planning on making a podcast, you should. One last thing. I know it's probably the ad on this episode because I do a lot of ads for Anchor, but I do them because I love Anchor. They are the best place that I've ever found to do a podcast and the easiest place I've ever, ever worked with. So you might want to do yours there too. Anchor.fm. Alrighty. So having said all that, if you, if anyone has any other questions, about this topic or any others that you'd like to hear me talk about on this show, down in the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. If you'd rather hit me up on social media, I am C. Dorset on both Twitter and Instagram, and you can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. And by the way, I've been much more active on Instagram lately than Twitter. I've kind of flipped on that. So if you want to keep up with like everything that I'm doing, Instagram's probably the better of the two, but I, I try. I try to I try to do both. Alrighty, so I feel so weird to say this every time, and I want to thank everybody who is a patron of mine on Patreon. It does mean the world to me. Down in the show notes, you'll find a link to both my Patreon and my coffee account and listener support. However you want to do it, if you want to do it, it does make a big difference. It helps me to do everything that I am doing, and uh, I love you forever for helping out. Just for listening, I love you too, because I, I, I get paid for the ads, so you're helping just listening, and that's awesome. If you don't have any money or you don't feel like giving, think about sharing anything that I do, whether it's the podcast, the world building, any of my stories, the YouTube channel, whatever. That helps out more than you could ever possibly know, because advertising is expensive and not very helpful. If you... Yeah, I think that's it. I, that's all I'm going to say right now. 
Let's end this the way we end all of the stuff that we do together by just reminding everyone Black Lives Matter, Black Trans Lives Matter. We need to end systemic racism in this country and make it all better. Until next time, I hope you get all the words, you live your best life, and you have the fun. Bye.